Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Doug Oster is here. It's the Memorial Day weekend edition. Big weekend in the gardening world. We're going to do a little Davy Tree coming up shortly as well. But what you need to do right now, you need to get on the line if you've got a gardening question for the guy who's sitting directly across from me here in the legendary studios of KDK, Doug Oster, DougOster.com. Tenth caller right now wins a gift certificate to Sorgles in Wexford, that incredible place. So if you're the tenth caller, you win it at 412-922-1020. Doug, happy holiday weekend. Happy holiday weekend. I had a dream that I didn't get up until 1030 today. Missed the entire show. Missed Davey. I was looking at my phone for texts from you, no text or anything. So, Oh, your phone would have been blowing up if I'd have been talking gardening alone. So Memorial Day weekend... What is your favorite wartime movie? Oh, boy. Probably Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Let's go vintage, I mean. Oh, Dirty Dozen. Dirty Dozen. That's a good one. That was a good one. How about In Harm's Way? Ooh, yes. Maybe even From Here to Eternity. I mean- Great movie. Yeah. Montgomery Cliff, Burt Lancaster, Sinatra wins the Academy Award, Ernest Borgnine, Donna Reed. Yeah, that's a great one. It is. I never even thought of that, but that could be in that category. For sure. All right, speaking of our favorite place there, Sorgles, uh, next Sunday, it is the 20th annual Plant Swap and Garden Hullabaloo at Sorgles in Wexford at 1 p.m. And you got to be there at 1 p.m. because things are going to be absolutely crazy. I'll be there about an hour before and stopping people from uh, trading early. But we do this plant swap. Uh, which is fun. Uh, Randy gives us this great spot where they have this long wall. And you can see the pictures at dougoster.com, but this long wall and just people come with boxes and boxes of plants. And you don't have to trade uh, because I'm giving away two of my favorite tomatoes. And the idea on both these tomatoes is that you grow them and then send me back the seeds. And so you've probably heard the story a thousand times with the Limbaugh Legacy Potato Top. In fact, somebody uh, yesterday sent a message to me, can't remember if it was on Facebook or email, and said, you used to give away this these tomato seeds, and it was the best tomatoes, this big beefsteak tomato. I said, that's probably Potato Top. I said, I could send you the seeds, but you'd have to plant them next year. Or you can come on Sunday, June 4th at 1 o'clock and get a free plant. One plant per family, please. Let's let everybody get one of these plants. But it's just a fun story where uh, Fred Limbaugh grew this tomato for years. His father grew it and his grandfather grew it. And it was something completely different. And it was the last one that you pick. It's just big, pink, meaty, tasty tomato. He called me at the PG when I worked there and said, I, I, 
I grow the best tasting tomato you've ever had in your life. And I was just like, yeah, right. And I went out to his house and got a couple plants. It was so funny was that, man, he just, he knew what to do. He knew how to grow them. He was a streetcar conductor way back in the day and, and gave the plants away that way. Then a bus driver gave the plants away that way. Then he retired and was a youth baseball coach, gave the plants away that way. And anybody who grew it, they, they wanted those again. So he, it was, you know, something he had to do every every year. He had this uh, little cold frame down uh, a steep hill behind his property in Robinson, and he would have his plants in there. Anyway, I, I I grew out the plants and I agreed with him. It was it's a phenomenal plant, but you you know you got to get it in right when you get it, because if, when it, as soon as it gets hot, it won't put on fruit. So we needed to set fruit as soon as possible because it, it takes forever to get a big beautiful tomato off there, and you know people love that tomato. And back in two thousand, I just put something in the paper and said, hey, you want to try this? We call it just potato top back then. After Mr. Limbaugh passed away, we I changed the name with the family's permission to Limbaugh Legacy Potato Top for for his legacy. Basically, he didn't even like tomatoes, <laughs> and so the other tomato is the thirty nine forty five. And what a perfect uh, weekend to talk about it! Memorial Day weekend. Uh, this seed was found on the battlefield of World War II by a Pittsburgher. He brought it back here and grew those tomatoes for. 70 years. When I heard that story, this is another tomato I want to perpetuate. I want to keep it going, and I need the help of gardeners to keep these things going. The Limbaugh Legacy, I get seeds every day from all over the country and all over the world, actually. 3945 started a little later. Probably only been giving that away three years, four years. So I get the seeds here and there. Uh, so that, anyway, next Sunday, 1 o'clock. Be there at 1 o'clock. Don't come late. It, the whole thing's over in like 20 minutes. It's a madhouse. Uh, but we will not start till 1 o'clock. I will, I will stand up there with my uh, iPhone, and uh, at the exact time I'll yell, Begin! And then there's hair pulling and tomatoes flying up in the air and all sorts of stuff. So uh, at, at DougOster.com, I, I just posted a video for my show in Doug's Garden, which... Uh, Runs live every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on uh, KDK CBS streaming. Uh, but it's all about the entire first three quarters of the video is every tip and trick I have for growing disease-free tomatoes. Uh, and there there are lots of tips and tricks to do it because I'll tell you what, those early fungal issues, uh, early blight and septoria leaf spot, they drive people crazy. And then... Well, my friend Rob Krulljack from Davy Tree came, and I said, what do you do when you do a property assessment, you know, and when you look at all the trees? And he's telling me, well, he found a tree that is so bad off, it's like an emergency to cut it down. I mean, this it's huge, and it's if it falls, it's going to destroy my garage. <laughs> I had one cut on the other side of the garage last year, and now this one, and they need special equipment to do it, and uh, I'm just... It's bad news, but I feel lucky that I had an arborist to tell me that, like, this thing, because I wouldn't have known. Uh, my free online classes continue every Thursday at 5 o'clock. We're having so much fun on there because it's interactive. You can watch them later, but it's interactive, and so we're talking back and forth during the, uh, the, the class. And this week it's all about succession planting, something that I'm very passionate about. We can talk a little bit about it now, actually, because there's – 
you know, people say Memorial Day is your start of your planting season for tender crops. Yeah. I don't know if I told you last weekend, but uh, my my best friend from fifth grade, he lives in Ohio, and he told me he put his garden in, and I was like, geez, I don't know. And this was a couple weeks ago. And over there, it gets colder than it is here. He lost everything. And even the, the nights we've been having lately, you know, it's not going to, for most of us anyway, it's not going to kill uh, a tender plant, but it's just not going to be happy. So, like... If you're at this point, and let's say you're not going to get your garden in this weekend, it doesn't matter. You've got a big window of planting time. You know, you don't have to have everything in Memorial Day weekend. And so, you know, keep planting things like lettuce, leafy greens. There is a really cool plant that I love growing if you like spinach. Uh, You know, once it gets hot, spinach is done. It just, it bolts, which means it goes to seed and it's done. It's hard to grow in our climate in the spring but there's this vining crop that tastes like spinach it's called malabar spinach and i like the one called red malabar spinach it's a vine uh it grows up and it has these heart-shaped glossy leaves that again it's not spinach but it tastes a lot like spinach and you'll have it all summer long it loves uh warm weather and it's a beautiful plant because the vines are like a maroon and then the seed uh, or, or the buds are really cool looking and then you have these like i said beautiful glossy heart-shaped leaves and I'm, I'm growing a lot of stuff in the vegetable garden up and so cucumbers i don't let them sprawl plus it, it keeps them healthier and then try some pole beans you know bush beans are easy and i grow lots of bush beans my favorite actually is called dragon's tongue uh, check that one out. It, it's got this, it's a big flat bean with kind of a yellowish look, only has purple stripes on it. It's really beautiful. But growing cucumbers up will keep them healthier. Uh, even though the cucumber beetle flies, uh, it it stays close to the ground. So do yourself a favor, grow them up, and then grow like three different crops of them. You know, plant some now and then in two weeks, too. That's part of the succession planning they'll be talking about Thursday at 5. Larry and Marty looking for some hometown heroes. If you know someone doing extraordinary things in your community, we want to know about them. Nominations are now open. KDKRadio.com. Larry and Marty's hometown heroes, 100.1 FM, AM 1020. Smail Kia Instant Access is the click away. Email us at instantaccess at kdkradio.com. Doug is here, and tell him what's coming up in about 20 minutes. We're going to be talking to our friend Luke Werner from the Davy Tree Expert Company about what he's seeing in the trees, and also that spotted lanternfly, man. The thing is going to be bad this year, but we'll leave, save it for then. All right, let's uh, move on now and talk to the listeners. If they've got a gardening question, we are here to take those calls every Sunday. And here's Rick on KDKA. Hey, Rick. Good morning. Uh... I've got questions about fruiting quince trees. I can't find any in the <laughs> area at all, and I don't know what I would be should be trying to order from one of the mail order nurseries or whatever because I don't know which ones would do best in Western Pennsylvania. Send me an email, and we will have to work this out. This is going to be. I only, I only know one guy that's growing quince, and I met him at the Home and Garden Show, and he was making a quince uh, cider. 
So maybe he can help us. Uh, but just go to DougOster.com, click on that contact button, send me an email, and we'll figure something out for you. Yeah, okay. they're going to be tough to find locally, but I'll 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 poke around for you, and we'll see what we can put together. And why do you want to grow quince? My great aunt had quince trees, and that was our source for the fruit. And when she passed away, her heirs sold the property off, and the new owner cut down the trees mm-hmm. as one of the first things they did. And it was, oh, dear God. Explain and, to people. Explain to people what a quince is, because most people have never seen one. Because there's a quince shrub, which is different than a quince tree. It, it has a fruit about the size of an apple. But how did you guys eat it? How was it? Was it made into a jelly, or did you eat them like an apple? How did you eat that quince? Uh, well, normally we cook them in some fashion. Either use them to make jelly and preserves, or use them in pies. Use them to help flavor cider. Uh, they're kind of a cross between an apple and a pear. Yeah. And they're lumpier than a pear and usually kind of golden. Exactly. Well, reach out to me, please, and we'll figure out something for you. I'm going to contact these guys I know that are growing quince. Uh, it's like in the middle of the state, but like I said, they were at the Home and Garden Show, and that, that was the first taste I had of quince cider, alcoholic quince cider, actually, so... Uh, I loved it. It did. It, it had a very unique flavor. The quince does when it's turned into a cider or a jam or a jelly or something or a preserve. Yeah. All right. Reach out. We'll work. We'll figure out something for you. Okay. All right. Ed's up next on KDK for Doug Oster. Hey, Ed. Morning. Uh, the uh, corn gluten does it kill the seeds or the the weeds itself? So the corn gluten works like this. Uh, so corn gluten is an organic weed control that's benign to us. It can't hurt us. And it's in like a granular, almost a powder like. And so when you put it down, it stops the seeds from completing the germination process. So it'll stop any seed from, from completing that process. What happens is the seed, whether it's a weed seed or a flower seed, whatever it might be, as it opens up and begins to germinate, the corn gluten meal dries it out. It can't complete this. So it's not going to do it, you any good on like a already existing dandelion plant, but it will stop those dandelion seeds from sprouting. And so it's often used as a crabgrass control, but it has to be applied early in the season before the crabgrass sprouts, which means when the forsythia are blooming. You put that corn, if it's for lawns, you put the corn gluten on early in the spring and then in the fall and let it sit there. But you can use it in other parts of the garden. It's like, it's like say, for instance, you had a perennial garden and you didn't have anything growing from seed in there, that will be a, a, a good choice to, to plant, To I'm sorry, to apply some corn gluten meal. Same thing in the vegetable garden. If it was a bean bed, once the beans are up, you, it won't negatively affect them. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, I was going to say for asparagus, I got a lot of weeds, and if I, I, that's what I'm trying to do is kill weeds. The weed, Any existing weeds that are already up, you're going to have to... Get in there and hand pull. But what I would do is as soon as your asparagus comes up early in the spring, that's when I would apply the corn gluten meal so that any any annual weeds would not sprout up then that way. And it wouldn't hurt the asparagus and it wouldn't hurt you. Uh, like I said, it's just a, it's a byproduct from the corn milling process. And so for now, any existing weeds have to be pulled out of there. 
But then right as soon as you pull everything, throw some of that corn gluten meal down there, and then you won't get any annual weeds to sprout, all right? Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right, let's do another quick one here before our next break. Let's go to Susan. You're on KDKA. Hi, Susan. Good morning. Um, I missed the first part of the discussion about the quince tree, but my question is also about uh, our flowering quince. It was a bush, and now it's it's a good-sized tree. My question is, when is the best time to trim it back? Uh, probably about as right after it's done blooming, but you could probably get away with it now. Uh, you know, it, it, you have to be careful when you're pruning. Uh, you only want to take one-third of the plant away at any certain time, you know, per season. So, and and be careful with where you're going to prune. Actually, last week's video that I did um, that's on my website talks a lot about pruning. Uh, I had an arborist, uh, again, uh, Rob Krueljack from Davy Tree came and, and showed me how to prune a crab apple tree. Just be careful with it. Take it back to the, you know, to a, a, a branch collar or something like that. Don't just willy-nilly hack it to pieces. Take, oh. take each cut and step back and look at it. Take each cut and, and then have a plan on what you want to do with this thing. I mean, first thing is is answering the question, why you want to prune it? This is, this is to yourself. This is a rhetorical question. Why does it need to be pruned? You know, if it's not in the way, uh, it can do its thing. Well, it's covering it. It's practically over ha- more than half of a window. Oh, there you go. Now, that's the reason. So just yes. just take a look at it. Uh, maybe uh, take a look at that video. Search a little bit about pruning, and then you'll be good to go. You you could you could do it now if you wanted to. Oh, good. That that's what I wanted to know. Well, how do I get hold of your video? It's just at dougoster dot com. You just you just do that dougoster dot com, and then the videos are sitting there. It's last week's episode, not this current episode. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, just about time to go to a break. Tell them what's up on the other side. Luke Warner is going to join us from Dave, from the Davy Tree Expert Company, talking about everything that he's seen this spring, what's happening for the season, and also we're going to get. Uh, I, I want to uh, pick his brain a little bit about spotted lanternfly because I've been hearing a lot of people seeing the nymphs. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll come back after David checks the news at the bottom of the hour. Luke will be here, and of course, it'll be Davy Tree Talking Tree. And coming up after the news at 8, Frank Dentici is here today. It's all about getting ready for that big party planned at your home this holiday weekend on the Coons Cooking Hour. So stay wherever you're at. It's your Pratt Pack. It's the Memorial Day weekend, and this is KDKA 100.1 FM, AM 1020. And don't forget, take us with you this holiday weekend. Get that Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and download it on your smartphone. It's the smart thing to do. We're joined by Luke Werner from the Davy Tree Expert Company. Good morning, Luke. How are you? I'm doing well, Doug. Good morning to you. How have you been? Oh, things have been going good. We need to get you back on the TV show. Your uh, colleague, Rob Krueljack, seems to be uh, hogging all the time. I think he wants... Yeah, he wants favorite. He wants to be a star, but we'll get you back on there. Don't worry about that. Oh, boy, he found... uh, he found something so bad on my property, Luke, uh, this big oak tree that he, he just, he said, I can't believe it's still standing up. And I'm supposed to know what I'm doing too, Luke. That's why you got to have a certified arborist come out. Yeah, certainly. It's, it's well worth the time to, uh, you know, put, put a little bit of time aside in your day and have an arborist walk around your property with you to, you know, point out some things that um, maybe need brought to, 
brought to light and, and needs some attention. Before we get going on the season and what you've seen so far, I wanted to talk a little bit about Spotted Lanternfly because I've been seeing the nymphs, like the little black nymphs with white spots on there all over my property. And, and like last year, all I saw was one adult. So have you been seeing Spotted Lanternfly? What do you think is going to be the season for the Spotted Lanternfly this year? Any ideas? Um, no real, you know, predictions. I do know last year, um, you know, we saw it through the, the you know, greater Pittsburgh area uh, pretty evenly, um, other than those river corridors um, where they tended to, you know, come in on the, on the rail cars or kind of followed that that pattern of the of the railway. Mm-hmm. Um, we have started receiving some phone calls that uh, some clients and some property owners are also seeing. Um, you know, and like you said, they're small, um, little white spots. Right. Most of those calls, again, have been concentrated, you know, around the the probably the the western side of Pittsburgh along the river corridors, where most of the calls have been coming in from. Well, I'm not looking forward to it because I just I just have a gut feeling that it's going to be bad before it gets better, before nature figures out a way to balance off uh, something invasive like this. So, so far, what's the season been uh, for our landscapes as talking about the trees? Has it been a, a good start or too cold or too wet, too dry? What are you thinking? It always seems to be, you know, all of the above, but... Um... <laughs> This year, you know, we early on, I would say, you know, late March um, into, you know, mid-April, we were getting a lot of phone calls about a few plants in particular, boxwoods, pierish, japonica, holly, um, and just in general that, you know, they weren't looking well. Um, and we'd send, you know, all the arborists out and um, everybody was kind of seeing the same thing as a lot of those plants, those evergreens. Um, didn't seem to to fare well with the the winter temperatures uh, that we received. And it's not that overall the winter was horrible for us because we always relate winter to, you know, a lot of snowfall. But those really low temperatures that we had right at Christmas time, um, I think those wind chills were, you know, in the negative negative 30s. Um, Right at that time of year, you know, those plants might not quite have uh, been ready for those low temperatures and, and hadn't really, you know, hardened off, if you will, um, and just kind of paid the price for those ones, um, especially if they were out where they're receiving some some more winds, not, you know, in little protected areas. Those are the ones that um, we've seen that have made it, maybe that were tucked in around a patio or on the back of the house. But a lot of winter kill with, with those three species. I know you'd have to see it first, but... In general, what's happening with the boxwoods? Are they coming back, or is it? It, de- it depends. There's a few different things going on with the boxwoods, um, and, and almost all the boxwoods, you know, have all three of them. So they have to be kind of treated a little bit differently for each. Um, so one is the winter kill. That's when you're looking at those those branches on those boxwood plants. You know, they really have no color. Um, they're like a pale yellow to brown, very dry, crispy. You know, when you kind of touch them, a lot of those leaves will fall off. That's that traditional winter kill. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also seeing some insects on those, um, be it boxwood leaf miner, uh, boxwood psyllids. Um, those are a couple insect issues um, that we're seeing on them. And then, of course, you know, we get disease on these plants uh, with volutella. 
uh, leaf blight. And it, it's unfortunate that all these things happen at once, but really that's how nature works. You know, they don't, things in nature don't usually attack healthy plants. You know, they attack the weakened plants, the ones that are more susceptible. Um, so that's why you oftentimes see all these things, you know, compiling on one species of plant. So it just it just makes sense then in that case, especially with boxwood, to have an expert come out and take a look. And you guys actually, I mean, you come out for free, right? Yes, we do. Yeah, we do free property consultations. And, you know, you may just want us to come out and look at a boxwood, um, but we can walk the whole property and we'll walk the whole property with you to point out things that um, maybe aren't as common or things that, you know, you don't notice and aren't always looking at. Well, I find that when... Uh, uh, Davy Arborist comes out. I'm so glad they do this because we always have, you know, most of us have just one specific problem that we want them to look at. But thank goodness, especially in my case, they're looking at other things because, like I said, on one side of the garage now, this one uh, that Rob found, but then the guy who usually works with me, Vince, he found one on the front of the garage that. Thank goodness he did, because I would I didn't even know I wasn't looking up. Uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, that happens. <laughs> You're always looking at the things that that you want to look at, and um, you know maybe the things you like most on the property. So it's always good to have a, a different perspective, um, especially if it's a, a you know a certified arborist on your property. When do we start thinking about watering trees, or should we have been thinking about it already? Yeah, um, definitely should be thinking about it already. We're going through a pretty rough dry spell right now. Um, we could certainly uh, use, you know, some more moisture, some more water. Um, I think it's been, you know, probably a week or so since we've had a, a good rain, and it looks like we're going to have, you know, quite a another spell here that's going to be pretty dry. So if you did put plants in in the uh, in the springtime here, you know, you need to pay attention to those and, and make sure they're being watered adequately. And that watering, like especially for a new tree, new shrub and stuff, that has to continue if, you know, especially if we have a dry season, maybe all the way through fall, but maybe thinking about it through the next season, right? Yeah, certainly. Um, the more you can, or I shouldn't say the more, um, the more frequent you can water those trees, um, the better. And you don't necessarily want, um, you know, quick, frequent watering. You want um, infrequent, deep watering. You want those roots to establish um, very far into the ground. That way, later on in the tree's life, when we do have these, you know, episodes in, in timings of very dry weather, um, that it is able to uh, access other water sources um, and is just, you know, going to be harder down the road in its life. All right, Luke, stay with us here when we go to break. We'll see if we get some tree questions on the other side. For more information about Davy Tree or to ask what's going on with your trees, go to davy.com slash kdk. And remember, you can always call the experts from Davy Tree at 855-982-TREE. That's 855-982-8733. And remember, those guys will come for free and take a look. All right, Doug Oster, DougOster.com. I'll come back with Luke and Doug. We'll take some questions as well. All right, Doug is here. Luke Warner is here, and so are his uh, fans, and they want to talk to Doug right now. So let's start off with Elaine. Elaine, you're on the air with Doug, Luke, and Rob on KDK. How are you? Good morning. So my beautiful bed of Pacassandra did not quite make it uh, over the winter. I was calling to see what you recommended to revitalize it, to bring it back. 
So, Luke, I've been talking a lot about this, and, you know, this is the same as, like, the boxwood and such. My Pachysandra took a beating, too, but it's still there. It's got some new growth on it. I'm, you know, if you're getting some new growth, throw a little bit of fertilizer on there. What do you think, Luke? Yeah, same thing. Um, oftentimes, you know, really early on, it looks like it's all dead, uh, maybe winter damage, maybe disease. But if you look closely right now, um, you probably see a little bit of new growth coming out. Um, so definitely fertilize it um, and, and let it push out its new growth. Hard to, hard to kill Pachysandra, you know. Yeah, I know. Those runners come up wherever you don't want them to come up. Yeah. Uh, what kind of fertilizer do you recommend? Well, I like uh, an organic granular one called Plant Tone or Garden Tone. It's inexpensive. It's easy to find at any nursery, and it works. Uh, you know, it'll be like maybe 8 bucks for a little bag, and so you'll you'll be good to go with that. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay, thanks so much. Enjoy your program. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank uh, you. All right, here's Tom. Tom, you're on the air with Luke, Rob, and Doug on the Organic Garden of KDK Radio. How are you? Hey, Tom. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Go ahead, sir. Okay, I'm uh, my potato stuff tomatoes, okay? I got seeds off of you about three years ago, mm-hmm. and I started them real early in the, ba- in the basement under a light. And about a month and a half ago, I dug the holes. I have uh, chicken manure I fertilized and, you know, uh, tilled it in. And when I dug the holes, I poured hot water, scalding hot water, in the holes for about two days to warm the ground up. Mm-hmm. Then I planted my my plants because they were already about a foot and a half tall. Jeez. And I kept them going. I covered them with about boxes and paper and hot jugs of water I put in at night. And my potato tops are now about two and a half feet tall <laughs> and they have but they have buds on them. They're, you know, actually blooming. So how I, I, how early did you put those in? That's pretty amazing. Oh, about a month ago, month and a half. Jeez, ago. that's awful early, but I guess you did it right. You you made it happen. I covered them up. I put hot jugs of water in at night, just you know, around the plants with boxes on them. Okay, mm-hmm. and in the daytime, I took the boxes off, and at night I did the same thing. And I'll tell you what. I have blooms on my potato tops right now. I bet you're going to be picking uh, in July. And if you are, I want you to give me a call back and and talk a little bit about how things turned out, okay? I will definitely. And I'll send you the seeds again like I did a couple years ago. All right. Thank you so Thank you so much. All right. Let's go to Vince. Vince, you're on the air on KDK. How you doing, Vince? I'm doing great. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I wanted to ask you about a trimming back a rhododendron bush. I've got a big uh, rhododendron up against my house, and it's just gotten to be a little bit too big. Uh, it's blooming now, and I was thinking to trim it back when, whenever the blooms are you know, finished uh, flowering. All right, Luke. I'm just wondering for some tips on uh, how much I can cut back and Pruning, pruning rhododendrons, when to do it, Luke, and how much should he take off, and 
maybe a, a little suggestion on, on being careful on his pruning and, and knowing what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, you definitely want to do it after the flowers um, fall. You know, they expel a lot of energy um, with their blossoms, um, and you don't really want to take it back to where there's no green growth. So those plants, you know, all need those leaves uh, to survive. Um, so just be a little bit careful. If, it, if you can't get it um, to where you want it this year, then maybe spread that pruning over a few years um, to reduce okay. that plant, you know, kind of as yeah. much as, as you want. You know, look. Well, it's, start, it's starting to shoot out some new, new branches now. New growth has come, but it's still blooming. So, Luke, talk, yeah, wait, wait till after those blossoms fall. Yeah, and then Luke, talk a little bit about if you had a really big, long branch. You don't want to just make one cut right at the, at the trunk. You want to make a couple cuts out a ways, right, so that it doesn't tear stuff off at that branch collar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to make what he's saying is when, when you make that final cut um, towards the the stem or towards the trunk of the, of the tree or the plant, don't just make your first cut right there. Um, when it's a long branch, as you cut it, it's going to start to fall and it can tend to tear uh, tear mm-hmm. down the stem, um, damaging the the tissue that it needs to heal over. So move out a couple feet, um, make an undercut, uh, make a cut above that. Um, get that piece to where maybe it's now only a foot or two long, um, and then you can make your final cut there without having all that leverage and all that weight against it um, at the stem. Okay. All right. Thanks Thanks for your call. All right, Luke. Well, thanks, as always, for all the great information, and we will talk to you in two weeks. You're actually back on. So you're going to have to get up early again, but I'm sure you don't mind, right? Not a problem. (laughs) It's a pleasure. Luke, I'll talk to you soon. For more information about Davy Tree or to ask what's going on with your trees, go to Davy.com slash KDKA. And remember, you can always call these experts from Davy Tree at 855-982-TREE. That's 855-982-8733. As always, I'm answering questions after the show. If you didn't get through or if you're too shy to call, uh, I'll get to you this morning. Uh, There's also information at DougOster.com about my free online classes, which are Thursdays at 5 o'clock. Like I said, we're having a lot of fun. Uh, You know, I've got uh, people from all over the country uh, taking those classes, and it's fun to see how they're doing, especially my friend Susie. Uh, She's up in Michigan, and they're still battling frost where she's at so it takes a little bit longer and there are four seats left for my second trip to tuscany in october if you're interested in going it's the least expensive expensive trip i've ever done to italy and uh tuscany is going to be amazing i'll be there for just 18 days now remember organic gardeners you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.